it's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. For America's climate goals, investing in clean energy adds up. But what doesn't add up is an additionality requirement for clean hydrogen. Additionality would put an unnecessary and inequitable burden on domestic clean hydrogen producers and have serious consequences for America. America needs clean hydrogen, but an additionality requirement just doesn't add up. Get the facts at cleanhydrogentoday.org. Paid for by the Fuel Cell and Hydrogen Energy Association. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Welcome to Success Secrets Exposed with Sally A. Curtis, where we share stories of challenge, success, and inspiration, along with practical tips and strategies to move you forward to your success. And now, here's your host, Sally A. Curtis. Good morning, good evening, and good day to you all. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Um, I am super excited to be sharing Barbara Beckley with you today. I feel like I have found a kindred spirit. So we're going to be talking today about six, uh, stuck to next steps and your vision and finding clients. But give, let me give you a little bit of a teaser about uh, Barbara and then I'll tell you a little bit more. So this is the reason I'm super excited to be sharing her with you. She's a transformational speaker and influential uh, influential leader and she challenges her audience to rise above the storms of life and move forward with their individual gifts and their purpose all designed to help them shine like a diamond but for those that haven't met me as yet and I'm yet to meet you let me tell you a little bit more about me I'm a marketing strategist um, and business development consultant for speakers coaches and authors my role is to help you amplify your voice, your message, and your impact. And we do that as a team here um, with all things LinkedIn lead generation. So we help you build uh, humanized conversations on LinkedIn with your ideal audience. Um, and we also help you repurpose your content so you get to shine and be visible on your social media as well. So that's a little bit about me. But as I said, super, super excited to be sharing Barbara with you today. Um, and as you can tell, I've got my notes um, busily in my hot little hand because I'm so excited. I don't want to miss sharing some of the gold elements as part of her introduction. So Barbara Beckley, as I mentioned, is a professional speaker. She's also a four-time best-selling author. Author. She's a purpose strategist and a social media personality. She's founder and CEO of The Diamond Factor, and her mission is to empower people, particularly women, to understand their PPD, their purpose, their passion, and their drive. And she encourages her audiences and her clients to overcome their trials and challenges to shine like a diamond in their business and in their personal life. And her motto is, everyone has something special within them and that is their diamond factor. And for those of you that know me, I talk about your inner genius. So this is why I'm super excited to share my kindred spirit with you today, Barbara Beckley. Hello, hello, wonderful queen. <laughs> Thank you so much. And as I showed you earlier, I've got my little diamond, so I'm feeling super excited that we're going to be talking about all things glistening, glisteningly and diamondly about our individuals and our communities. So I'm yeah. super excited to be sharing with you today. Thank you so much for joining me. 
Thank you. Thank you so much, Sally. Now, I got to tell you a secret. I know that we're kindred spirits. You said that earlier because guess what? My mother's name was Sally. Oh, no. Right. My mother's name was Sally. Yes. So every time I see your name, every time we talk, every time you post, I was like, I feel like, the, you know, you're the angel. And then it's like you're just coming through the show. My mother's still around. So thank you for coming in my life because I was like, Oh my God, because you don't see too many salads, just like you don't see too many barbers. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, with your names, but well, thank you. Yeah, I just want to let you know that you're special in every way to me. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's, that's made my heart very, very warm. Thank you. Yeah. you can feel that. The connection. Yeah, yeah, very much so. So I know I'd love to t make today a, a very much a to and fro um, because we do serve similar clients in similar sorts of ways. But I'd love um, mm -hmm. to start off with if I can ask you to tell a little bit of your uh, backstory to give the audience a, a bit of a perspective of where you've been and where you've come from to where you are now. Oh, thank you, Sally. Well, it started at the age of eight, <laughs> but uh, it really did. It really started at the age of eight because I was, um, that's why I always talk about people's stories because mm. when I was younger, I was bullied very heavily in, in grammar school and up to high school age. Uh, a lot of the children used to taunt me every day saying that I wouldn't be nothing. I wouldn't be about nothing. I couldn't speak right. I couldn't, I didn't look right. Everything was just wrong to them <laughs> about me. And, um, it took a, a special teacher that I had to bring me to the side and really just take me in and say, Barbara, you know what? This is the first time I heard this sentence. You're just a diamond in the rough mm. and you are just going to be blossomed to this wonderful diamond. But see what diamond she told me about the diamond story, <laughs> which at that time, eight years old, I was like, okay, I just think diamonds are pretty. Uh, mm. But when she told me about the cut and the shaping and the molding and all that, you know, I grew up thinking about that and I just seen what was going on with my life, not just the bullying, but everything else that happened afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of understood where she came from. And I always looked at that hope. The hope was I was going to be, th be this bright diamond, uh, mm -hmm. this person with value, you know, this mm -hmm. person that's going to blossom. But at the time, wasn't feeling it so much. And um, I told myself when I got older, there, there's, there's some other backstories, but just to get to the point of why um, I look at the diamond factors, because I told myself after the age of 17, when my father passed away and he was murdered and when I turned 17. So that was another tragedy of mine. I promised myself I didn't want any, especially woman, to feel unvalued and that they know that they have a voice and they know they have to shine. Mm. So with that, that's why I made this whole platform, the Diamond Factor mm. LLC, around making sure that women especially women know their gene, like you said, their, their gifts, their talents of what they have inside. Because a lot of times we put that to the side. We do. We, mm. Sometimes we can't admit it, but we do. Because mm. we're doing so much, doing all this stuff, being that, you know, Wonder Woman, whatever. And then you don't think, you'd be like, somebody comes to you and say, Sally, you are just amazing. And you'd be like, really? Oh, okay. And then you just move on. Yeah. I wanted to take it in. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Take it yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very much so. I, I, I don't, aren't women uh, notorious, I'll use that word, notorious at getting a compliment and just going, yep, yep, and not, as you said, not absorbing it. And I love mm -hmm. the fact that you've just reminded me of the di the diamond story um, and, and having that one teacher or that one significant person that cares enough to sit you down to make sure you actually absorb that message um, and isn't a diamond formed under pressure. Um, so, you know. Yeah. It was funny because I think about it. I said, okay, after that, with the bullying, then the other the other pressures come. And they still are. You still got the pressures in your life. But I was like, wow, I'm kind of glad in a sense. Now I think about it, I'm older, that she kind of prepared me <laughs> to say, okay, this isn't it. This will let you know, but the end, you're going to shine. But this isn't it. <laughs> this is this yeah. is partial of the pressure. Um, yeah. There's some cutting and there's some shaping. There was a yeah. lot of things. And we're still going through that. And, you know, I just really thank more so of the stories that have been like more so than saying, oh, what was me? Because that's mm -hmm. one thing I did not want to go in that direction um, mm -hmm. is being a victim of my stories because I'm not a victim. Not yeah. at all. We're, yeah. we're all not victims. We're conquerors. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think there was a couple of phrases I've um, been, as I said, been listening and cyber stalking you as I do. Um, and I think a couple of the phrases that you said that we, is that we're always learning. And I always t uh, tell my community, as much as you think you're going to be done, just like your website's never done and everything's never finished, we're never finished. We're always growing. We're always evolving. Therefore, we're actually always under pressure. We're just becoming the more... Um, magnificent version of a different type of diamond maybe it's a different you know we've gone from being the white classic diamond to maybe a pink diamond or a, you know a yellow diamond or whatever the um the right words for those are but we're always um evolving yes yes always and the biggest thing is to add to that is to make sure that we have our ears open to do that because a lot of times we can shut our own selves down i call this a lot of people say self-sabotage where you know you don't think about, okay, maybe that person says something that I might need to listen to, or maybe I need to go over here and listen to that. Because keep your ears open to learning. And that's the biggest key, no matter how old, young you are. I always tell people, please do that because you could miss out on something. Even if somebody's talking like, okay, I'll just put it this way. If you know a person then you're like, okay, whatever, right? But I found out even with the people that you're kind of saying, I don't know if I'm gonna listen to them, it's out of that whole sentence they might say one little word <laughs> that kind of resonates with everything else you kind of put to the side but that one word so you can't even put them to say forget you but um yeah I, I've, I've been really doing that a lot more and more and more as I get older as I said I have to listen to everything around me because some things that people tell you are things not so much for you to learn learn in a sense of be aware or mm. maybe you should do that or maybe you should think of something different. See, those are the learning curves too that you can that you hear too as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, very, 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 very true. And I love the um, the concept of you know those little gold nuggets that other people say uh, and, and absorbing them in as opposed to to getting them and then just letting them touch you and flip them off. It's the absorption of the awareness of the or the storing of that little nugget for later when you're actually ready to hear it, where you go, oh, yeah. that teacher said something or that person said something in a in a caring way. Maybe I wasn't ready to hear it or whatever at the time, but now it's that the ability to join the dots later and look back retrospectively and see who's Im impacted you and influenced you as you've moved through your path. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you really surprise yourself of the people that you really didn't think that might be some of those golden nuggets. <laughs> You're like, wow, I got that from them. Wow. You yeah. know, and then I just, I just thank for it, thank them for it because it was needed at that time, you know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. So from that sort of start process with the sorts of clients that, um, that we both work with, what are some of the common, um, I suppose, problems or arenas, that elements that they get, that your audience gets stuck in? Well, I was mentioning before, it's mostly mm -hmm. them. A mm -hmm. lot of times we, you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of the negativity that some people say, well, they told me I couldn't do this or I wouldn't be able to work this out or everything. And I was like, okay, who's they? Let, let's start off with let's put the day to the side and that's what i always start when i'm coaching you know women especially when they're looking for when i'm helping them with their purpose passion and drive their life and that stuff you know i kind of like okay let's put that to the side it was no one in the world except as you now we're gonna put them what do you think and then that's when they really start searching and saying you know maybe i haven't been giving myself such a you know like a respect for myself maybe i i am searching for some, or maybe I'm doing this because somebody told me or it was a good thing to do. And I'm like, well, what do you like to do? See, I always, it's like, as soon as they start saying, going somewhere else, I said, but what do you like? What do you feel? What is your passion? It's like, well, I like to do this. And I said, but why are you, why are you doing this? Well, I mean, my mother and my dad said, I better do this and get a good career. I said, see, there's the day again. And that's what yeah. I always see. That's the, the stuck part that we have to unstick yes, <laughs> a yeah. lot of times. Yeah, yeah. very much. So, and I think too, when you're trying to unstick yourself, you get stuck. 
in that looping cycle <laughs> of, you know, going around, but, you know, I do it because of that. But, but you've got all of the other voices in there and you actually need that uh, a secondary person that doesn't have that vo- any of anything to do with those voices that can go, hey, just just turn that voice off. Let's just let's just hear your voice. Um, what do yeah. you what do you want? And and it takes somebody digging and asking those questions of us for us to actually see it for ourselves. And yes. yeah. And then I think when yeah. you can start to see it, see it, you can sort of start to actually recognise it and then you can start to build confidence around that, which sort of moves people out of, out of that sort of stuck spot. Um, do you yeah. find uh, with lots of your audience, because I certainly hear, hear this quite a bit, but I don't know what my purpose is. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So yeah. stories around that. Well, you know, I always do an exercise. I, I always do an exercise with that. Yeah, it's, it's funny, Sally, because, yeah, that's like the main question a lot. And I always do the exercise with them. I said, I said, I want you to, first of all, go back. There's two. I said, go back when you were younger, like when maybe around seven or eight or something like that. And hopefully at that time it wasn't a trauma because some of them do have certain traumas in life. So you have to look at that as well. And I got to pass that you, you know, work with that. But I always tell them, go back when you were thinking about what did you really want to do? And one lady told me, she said, I want to be an astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, see, and, and then she said, I want to be an astronaut. She said she wanted to be, um, it was electrician or something. She was telling me some other things. And I said, and then what she's doing right now is accounting. And, yeah. and I said, okay. And then I said, so what made you branch from that, you know, the childlike, thinking to what you're doing right now and she's like well they said accounting was good for me I was good with numbers and they told me my my best is doing that so that's when I have to like I said take them through that journey Mm -hmm. and then I tell them that it's never too late to reach for certain goals now you might not be the astronaut that you want to be but Mm -hmm. you can you can help take a course you can help mentor, but maybe younger women or men that want to be that. I mean, there's all, that's why I had to branch them out because when they say, well, I can't be an astronaut right now, and then you stop right there. And I have to show them other ways that you can still fulfill that purpose that you had or the passion that you were thinking about, but in a different, it's a different scenario. Mm, mm. You, yeah. you, you tickled me. I'm going to tell, tell a story. <laughs> I, always, I like stories. Yeah, <laughs> always. And I don't know how many people I've told this story, but, you know, here goes. Uh, I always wanted to be a super spy. And I remember as a, t- um, actually I wasn't even a teenager, I reckon I was under under 12, I wrote a letter to our local police station telling them that I wanted to be a spy. Um, not that they ever responded to me, do, do, do you mind? But um, that's okay. And then, of course, we've got all of the Avengers and all the rest of it, so I sort of live out my, my you know, want to be that superhero spy sort of person. It's more about the spy than superhero. Um, but I do very much feel now, because I shine the light and, like you, help people find their own inner genius or their own, we call it the inner genius and superpower, that I actually mm-hmm. do have a cape on now. Um, and I hadn't actually realised that because if you go to my website, I talk about finding the superhero in you. So I suppose in an essence I have, even though I could never do the, you know, flying through the air ninja style kick butting and, you know, riding motorbikes off cliffs and over buildings and all the rest of it, I've got a different uh, version of that. So thank you. That's <laughs> that's just um, tickling my well, So thank you. That's, first of all, that's just awesome. I'm loving it. That's just one of the super spy. And, you know, it gives people, you know, even like you said, maybe right now, you know, you're not going to be that super spy, but you're helping. You are being a super woman by helping other people find out what they want to be. And then you never know a person that you might touch that wants to be that and they can start their journey. Mm. So, um, and you can just, you know, through that, you're help helpful because it's kind of close to what you were thinking about. I mean, yeah. I'm just thinking about for me, when I was younger, I wanted to be um, probably, well, I hope not aging myself, but you know, that show fame, um, you know, with the dancers and everything fame. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I, yeah. we're kindred spirits here. Go for but it. The, yeah. <laughs> Anybody that's younger, that's like maybe 20 and under that they're probably like, huh? Or they, yeah. or they're talking about the new, new fame, which I'm talking about the older fame, <laughs> like yeah, in yeah, the 80s. Yeah. 
seventies, eighties. But I love that Sally. I fell in love with fame, and I told myself I am going to be a dancer. I'm going to be a choreographer. I said I'm going to be doing like the stuff you see on the Emmys and everything, and how they show the people how to dance. I was just like at all that, all in all. And my mother, when I told my mother about it, she put me in ballet class. So I thought that was the beginning, but for some odd reason, I just couldn't get the feet right. I couldn't get the, you know, how you to do the kicks and flicks and all that. And yeah. with my mother, she was Miss Sergeant. So she, what she would do is say, okay, if you're not getting it within two weeks, this is how she thought, then mm-hmm. we're taking you out. <laughs> we got, this is not for you or whatever. Well, she did that. Um, and I was, you know, kind of sad for a while because I was like, I was trying to get it. But, um, you know, I, it, it didn't happen. I still love the dance. I still love to see that. But I encourage younger women now that tell me that. I always say, go for it. Just yeah. go for it. Um, and even the older ones, you know, some of the ladies come to me, they say, you know what, I really want to do this. I said, and why not? I said, yeah. the, I always tell people, the fail, when you fail in something is when you don't try it at all. That's where the fail comes in at. So I'd rather get a no or maybe I might have done it or it might have happened more so than I didn't even do it because I didn't I was fearful I didn't you know or what have you so it's really literally is just about giving ourselves permission um and one of my things is failing forward to me you don't fail you actually fail forward it's a step and you use the term stepping stones to success they're the, you know, it's the stepping stones to success. It's the scuffed knees. It's the stubbed toe. It's all those things that um, enable us to um, have hindsight, to be able to join the dots, to be able to move to move yeah. forward. Yeah, very much so. Definitely. And it is hard for people to um, find their purpose if they've never actually had that personal permission to sort of discover and to sort of explore. Um, so it can be um, difficult to work out. And, and you hear the question I'm seeing was a lot, a lot on LinkedIn when COVID hit, you know, people going, right, well, this has changed things, it's changed perspectives for me. You know, what do I do now? What am I here for? But you often have to look back to actually work out what's forward for you. Yes. <laughs> you just, you just, oh, I'm loving everything you're saying. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I'm like the cheerleader behind you. Yes, yeah. you are so right. That's what I had to do. I mean, yeah. you know, one thing, the biggest thing that I found out that through this whole thing, and even before COVID, is just being vulnerable with yourself and with people. Because I believe people, people appreciate you. And then they trust you even more and they build that relationship and they say, you know what? She might have my back because she's put pouring her stuff, things out and saying things and she doesn't have to do that. You know, I don't have to do that. I could just be like, oh, you need to do this, this and this. No, there's mm. going to be times you got to seek back and tell yourself, OK, who is Barbara? Yeah, this happened. This whole thing hit a pandemic mm. hit for all of us. Okay, I need to may I need to search back, and that's why I always tell people always go back. I call the if you probably you probably have heard if they hear me speaking, always yeah. call that PPD your your foundation, because yeah. and things are going to go all over the place. Like I said, it goes haywire, mm. but if you still keep that, still go back to that foundation, mm. and say to yourself, okay, what am I supposed to? What did I say my purpose? What did I wanted to do? What was my mission that I wanted to do? And then you stem from there, and that's when the creativity and the different ideas and everything else starts to come out because now you remind yourself of who again, you know, who, what you're supposed to be doing or thinking about what you should be doing or, yeah. twi- or tweaking it. Yeah. Tweaking it. And um, that's, uh, that's such a great segue. So I also find uh, when people are trying to work out, you know, what's my purpose, what's my vision, they sit down and they've got their piece of paper and they've got their pen and they go, right, I need it now. I need it now. I need it now. And then they get writer's block and then they just, just doesn't happen. So I often talk about getting a big sheet of paper or a window and continually tweaking it using those stepping stones. I've always got post-it notes and going, there's a bit of an idea, that's what I used to do, or there's a bit more of an idea. So you're continually adding to it. So your unstuckness comes from small, small, small steps forward, small little ideas on little post-it notes that all add and accumulate to something. Um, so yeah. is, that, is that what you, has been your experience with for yourself and obviously with clients is that they, they we're so 
and trained to, to have everything instantly gratified and we yep. want it now mm-hmm. um, that it, they we even want to try and do that with their purpose but it's, it is that case of step back um, discover mm-hmm. a little bit get a little bit adventurous with it map it out write it out mind map it walk away yep. from it let whatever wants to come back through you again and pop something out What's yes i definitely Yes, Ali. I I get. I feel like sometimes you know how you want an accountability partner, but sometimes I have to call myself the patient partner because <laughs> it's like I gotta give you. I gotta be a patient partner to you. So every time they say, "Oh, Barbara, I'm only this. I'm 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 56 or whatever," you know, they throw out the age all the time too. And, and I gotta get it done before you know I, I leave this earth. And, da, 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 da. and I said, "Patience." I always do the usha moment. People laugh at me, but I do it, and it works. I'll be like, "Usha." Usha. Yeah. And they're looking at me like, huh? And I said, center, pause, Usha. Yeah. <laughs> they said, okay, okay. And then after they catch their breath, mm-hmm. we take it in and out. Then I say, okay, what I want you to do is I want you to get a pen and a piece of paper. And I want you to write down, this is a brainstorming. I don't care what thought comes through your mind. I want you to just write it. Mm-hmm. Everything about what you feel, what kind of passion you have, what do you think, what you do best? I said, mm. just write it down. And first it's kind of at the beginning, they're kind of like, well, I said, no, see, that's okay. I said, stop, time out. I said, that's the problem. I don't want you even thinking, this is like a, a just like whatever comes out. I don't care if you put garbage down. I just want you to write yeah. something, time, whatever, just get it out there, you know? Mm. And that's why I love journaling too. I always tell mm. people journaling is your friend, <laughs> but mm. um, yeah, once they start going there, then we look at that. And sometimes they have a lot of words on there. And then mm. we start circling the ones that, that really resonate more. And that's how we kind of, and I, that's how I, first of all, calm down for one, <laughs> and then make them think of things that really, that they didn't even know, you know, what they thought they did right or, mm. well, not right, but they did well mm. and things that they like to do. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, I taught this one lady last year and she was just going on and on and on, Sally, about, She's in this uh, organization where she wanted to be a director. She was just like a junior, I think a junior associate. And she wanted to be this director of a company. And it dealt with, um, she just dealt with networking processing. So I asked her, she said, she came and she's like, Barbara, um, you know, this director that's over me, she's having this class and I just really want to be this director. And she's telling us we got to get this, this, this done within two or three days. And I got to get all this done. She wants me to get all this information about me and everything. And I said, wait a minute, wait, wait. And she was talking just like I'm talking right now. No one likes to talk about money. Am I saving enough? Can I buy a house? Am I paying too much in taxes? Will I be able to retire? What if you could unlock insights about your finances in less than five minutes with a clear picture of where you stand today and where your money can work harder? Now you can. Visit facet.com to take the free quiz and get your financial wellness score today. That's F-A-C-E-T.com. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth Incorporated is an SEC registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. I said, okay, let's calm it down. And I asked a question. I asked her one question. I said, why do you want to be the director? Why do you want to be a director of this company? And she said, because, and this is what she told me, because she, because I want to say names, I want to make sure I don't say, she told me that I need to get to the next level. And she told me that I'd be best doing this. And she told me that this would be a benefit. You see how they kept going? She told me. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, what are you telling you? Mm. I'm not even worried about the director right now. I'm worried about you and what you want to do. Mm. And I said, why do you feel like you want to be director? And it, and it can't be nothing have to do with she. <laughs> do everything about you. And she mm. said, well, I really want to help people. And mm. I care where they go in their career. Mm. And I know when I was younger, see, the story started coming out. The mm. story started coming out. And I said, okay, now how did you feel about that? When you said, when you went through something and people didn't give you a chance, you didn't feel, she said, I didn't feel good at all. And I told myself, I want to help other people build their career. Mm -hmm. I said, bingo. I said, is this platform of you trying to be a director going to take you to what you want to do? And that helping people out, she's like, well, it has to do a lot with numbers and you have to bring in people. I said, but I don't hear any taking care, helping, mentoring, none of that. (laughs) 
So you have to, and then I told her, so you have to ask yourself now. You have to sit back because I can't tell you what to do and what not to do. I can just help you pull. <laughs> but she's like, you know, now that I'm thinking about this, bro, I need to relook at the whole thing about this director's position to see if it is fitting in the something that I want to do. I said, when you do that, still keep out the she. Because I never want you to say that again. Because she's not going to live your life. She's not. You're not. She's not going to satisfy you. You have to make sure that you're satisfied. And that's what. That's part of like part of the process that I work for through people. Yeah, yeah. And you've um, yeah. just tr triggered something else. I'm loving this. Um, going back to journaling. So journaling has not been um, something that I have done a lot of on a regular basis. I love the idea of it. Um, it was, it's like anything, it's habit forming and it's something that you need uh, to form a habit around. But I'm going to share something with you. I've uh, been working, um, I've got a, uh, I'm going to call it a journal that I do my meditation in and I've got, so it's visual, so I've got pictures and things in there. And I was going through some of my old, so I don't journal in, when I brain dump stuff and think stuff out like we were talking about before, I'll actually do it on in big art papers. Mm. raw pictures it's always colored pencils and pictures and nice. st sticky stuff and post-it notes and I was going through because when we moved um I moved offices I found um a, a sheet of paper and it, I, I don't even know which pad it came out because the whole you know how you know how sheet of paper sheets of paper fall out miraculously and there's a message on it you know you know all these years later yes yeah yeah um, that to me <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, I would have done this at least 10, t 10 years or more ago, somewhere between 10 and 15. I can't actually, um, couldn't actually quite work out when it was. But I'd, I'd had this beautiful picture of a woman that was meditating that had, um, it was a statue and it was, uh, she was uh, naked, but the light um, that was coming through was coming out of her chest, also out of her top, and she was um, meditating. And to me, it was about, um, balance. That's the first little thing because everyone that knows me, when you talk about that, that's me, um, very much me. Um, so I've never really, I, I never really had that sort of balance, if that makes sense, my version of what that balance is because I've always been fast-paced. But mm. above this, I'd actually written, um, you know, what my purpose or vision was at, uh, and it's still when I when I looked at it and I went, oh my god, I'm actually doing that now. Oh my god, look how look how that look how that's all joined because it talked about connecting people and giving people a voice and um, helping amplify them. And it wasn't those words that I now use, but it was mm -hmm. the words I would have used ten years ago that were effectively the same thing. So it just goes. It, got, it went to prove to me, and I had this conversation with another collaborative partner the other day, that that has always, that connecting of people and connecting of stories to help people have forward movement has always been there for me, always. Mm. And that was something that fell out of a notepad that I did 10 years ago. Even though I don't do journaling, I probably do doodling. Um, it's um, the, the purpose is always within us, even if we don't mm. recognize it. Yeah. So but true, Sally. You can't, so rush, you can't rush it. It's, you know, it's, you just, it's you're on it. Yeah. No matter how it goes, I tell people it's a process. Like the old saying, like I said, take, you taking the stairs and not the elevator. I always tell people <laughs> it's, it's a process. And another thing that I, I even learned through, you know, mm. helping with people with talking about clarity and purpose is that, it's, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier about forever learning. Mm -hmm. I think it's forever learning when you're talking about your purpose because it's going to change because you're not going to be eight years old all the time. You're not going to be 17 years old. You're not going to be 20 years old. I mean, we're, I'm wearing my 50s. And mm -hmm. I know from the age of eight to now, my purpose has evolved into so mm -hmm. many different areas. I mean, just 10, 20 years, oh, 12 years ago, um, after my mother passed, I found out all of a sudden I want to be this speaker. I wrote my first chapter in a book. I would have never thought I was going to write a chapter in a book. I never thought I was going to talk to people. I wouldn't even be here talking to you right now if I didn't think about, okay, I want to take more, a different turn with my purpose. I always knew that I wanted to make sure people didn't feel and have value the way that I felt like I didn't have value when I was younger. But I just didn't know where it was going to buy it. I mean, I was, you know, work because I work in insurance forever, it seemed like. And, you know, I would help people in that realm 
But then when I got older and my mother passed, you know what? I need to take this to another level now. Mm-hmm. It's not just within my area of expertise or what I just, because that's, some, that's like, to me, that was like a box to me. I said, yeah. I need to outside that box. Mm-hmm. I still have that purpose of doing what I want to do, but I have to work on now speaking, recreating relationships, telling people, you know, what, what I feel like that they need in their lives and hopefully I can help them out and they know what I'm trying to help them with. So that took a turn. Mm. You know, I could be still doing insurance only. Mm. Um, but my purpose was telling me, nah, there's some other things that you need to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. That's what that was. It. <laughs> yeah. We call that that hinky feeling. It's not quite flowing right. Something's not quite right. Yeah. So just not. Just shove along. <laughs> and I'm so glad that I, Again, back with community listening, if I didn't listen to that, uh, 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 then, yeah, a lot of things that I'm doing now with the Diamond Factor really wouldn't have been evolved and I wouldn't have started the business if I didn't hear and really take the time out to say, okay, there's a different road here. Same type of purpose, different kind of road I'm I'm taking, different kind of journey. Uh, So because some people get stuck and say, well, you know, my purpose is to be a mailman, so I'm always going to be this mailman. Well, you might do in different areas of that particular thing um, mm-hmm. because some people look at that and be like, looks like I'm stuck doing this. And as soon as I hear stuck, I, I get, it's like, oh, <laughs> it just gets to me. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to hear nobody say stuck. Stuck when the boot comes out. Stuck and yeah. not let, let me just give you a push. <laughs> yes. Like, that reminds me of a great book i read years ago um about um i was an american author too um i think it was called eagles must fly or fly like an eagle something along those lines and the way Mm. that a that a baby eagle is taught to fly is it's turfed out of the nest yeah yeah yeah. right go fly (laughs) the mothers just be like (laughs) <laughs> out. out not that um some of my clients may say i do that but i do it with love um but it is it is about that i know how brilliant and that's uh what, what, dare say where you see this with the diamond factor we see the, the 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 shiny elements the the genius that's within them we just need to give them the the permission and the push uh, to see it and to do it yeah, and sometimes it's a tough love push. <laughs> I just found out that was so funny. <laughs> and then sometimes I look at me like, I'm like, okay, really, Barbara, you went there with me. I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Because I want to get to the point where you, what I see in you and what I truly believe in where you're going to go and you're going to soar like the eagle, um, that, that I need you to see that. Because you're stopping yourself. That's where that self-sabotage comes in. And I'm like, no, you know, but they said, but no, what do you say? You know, but I don't know if I can do it, but why can't you do it? Let's just find out. Let's figure that out. But I don't think it's time yet. You know, it just just, just, goes on and on. And I was like, no, you know, but I I had to calm myself down too. Like I said, patience for me, even even me, be patience for others. (laughs) and that sometimes that gentle push is to get so they can feel the wind between their the wings so they can actually experience what you're seeing seeing in them and do you find when people have that moment where they suddenly um they suddenly get what the other individual that's believing in them actually has been saying and is believing in them of them is that where you then go from that purpose uh, uh where they where their passion ignites Yes, yes, yeah. I, I do that. that kind of it kind of goes together in a sense, like you said, Sally. Where that ignites because when that light bulb comes on, or what it, you know, how you want to say it, like you said, you see it. They see you know you you know that they see it. In that that's moment. where yes, at that moment in time, it's just such a it's just such a good feel. Sometimes I feel like it's like oh my god, I feel like a proud mother or something, or yes. you know. Cause they just see it, and I say, "You see it." They said, "I see it." This one time, I when one of my <laughs> one of the people I was talking to, she's like, "I was just talking to her, just like I'm doing you, Sally." And say, "Well, you know, you, you need to reach." And I was going into the whole thing, and she said, and all of a sudden, her eyes went like this. Yeah. And I was like, "Are you okay?" She said, "I see it. I know what you're talking about. I know what you, you've been telling me this for six weeks." I'm like, "That's what I'm talking about." She said, "Yes, I get. It. I see you get it." 
She's like, yes, I get it. We were going like this. And she was just so excited about it. And I said, now you can go to the next level. And she's like, oh, my God. And then she looked at me. She's like, okay, what's the next level? Now I'm all excited. <laughs> yeah. And isn't that so good to just see them get two, two, two inches taller and, you know, their back straightens and they have that confidence. Uh, they're just they're in a confidence. It's like, mm. yes. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. But um, with that, you still, that's where that passion, and then I always tell them, now that you feel that right now, now that you see it, now that you're focused on that, now that you got a little more clarity, then I want you to stay right there. And I, I told them, I said, write it down Come on a sticky, and I want you to put it everywhere in your house, even mm -hmm. if you got to put it in your car or whatever, because now we have to continuously, you have to continuously see that, because I don't want you saying two or three hours, well, maybe I'm. Uh, maybe that wasn't it. No, I want you to. Yeah. So now it's that repetition. We got to keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. Consistency. So that's a, my my big word is you know. That's your big word. That's our word. We see that message for yourself, when the only way you're going to see it, so you can continue to believe it, is writing on a hundred post-it notes and having it over the entire house. That that's what we do, because Sally has done that. So. You know, haven't we all done well, these crazy things? Yes. Well, that's how, that's why you have your genius and your expertise of yourself, Sally, because you, mm -hmm. you use all the good tools that we tell others. And then you just, you know, you elevate up higher, higher, higher. And, and that's why I look at you as a wonderful mentor now to me. <laughs> you really are. Yeah. It's, it's funny how you meet people. I was going to add this before, you know, we move on. Just to mm -hmm. tell people this, when you meet a person, and Sally, I don't know, you might feel this way too. You can meet a person, get to know that person, get to talk to them, maybe, you know, collaborate a little bit and feel like you've been knowing them for a long period of time. Yeah. A long period of time. And you're like, wow. I always tell people, really cherish those people <laughs> when they come in your life because there's a reason why you're, too, you know, you're just kind of connecting like that because there's a reason for that. Again, we're going to throw that out there. There's a purpose <laughs> for yeah. that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just want to put that, just let people know to really treasure those that you like, wow, this is just, you know, awesome how we're just really gelling like this so quickly. Mm -hmm. And I want to add to that too, because one of my biggest learnings probably in the last, and I'm going to say in the last 12 months, is when those people and those opportunities come, actually trust it accept it don't flip flick it off like you do a um, like a a compliment but actually absorb it and allow it and grow into it because again that's something i see a lot of women do they have these great people that come into their life but due to self-worth or whatever they just they do their little shell and they go yeah no i'm not worthy of that and they back away from it instead of hugging it and um, seeing where the, uh, where the roller coaster ride will take them so i think that's a um i really appreciate you saying that and i really do very much feel that but i really want people to acknowledge that that does happen to us often enough um, but most, in a lot of cases, when we're going on our journey, we actually deflect it. So yes. be aware that, you know, opportunities come and that they all don't need to be deflected, you know, absorb some of them. Yeah. yeah. Like you mentioned just a minute ago. Yeah, definitely. Because you mentioned when you said don't flick it like a compliment. And I wanted to, to get... I know I wanted to pin that and come back to that because we do, especially as women. We, for some mm. reason, we just can't take those compliments. And, and some ladies look at me and say, you're forcing this on me, bro. You keep telling me how amazing and awesome I am. I said, I know I need to learn some new words. You're beautiful. Mm. <laughs> you hear this? She's like, okay, bar, what else I am? And then they, you know, they use the point, oh, you're excellent. You're knowledgeable. You're smart. Okay. I got rid of the A words and one of the other words. You want me to keep going? And they're like, okay. Okay. And I do that because, like you said, Sally, we so easily just put it to the side so quickly. Yeah. And to the point where we don't feel like we're worthy of getting those words and letting it really set in. See, you know, I still have to catch myself, set in here and sink in. Set and sink. I always tell people, people like, well, just set. I said, no, set and sink because you got to let it sit on you for a minute and then it's going to sink in. And then I told her, I said, the reason why I say that because we so busy just to, like you said, I mean, real quickly too. I mean, they can sometimes people can sense somebody's about to say something good to them. They're like, "Okay, yeah, okay, I, enough about you." <laughs> yeah. I mean, enough about me trying to get let let it just let's 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 take some time out to just. 
honor you right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to yeah. put an A word in there because you use lots of beautiful A words. Accept. And acceptance. Accept. That was one of my big learnings, learning to accept. Accept. I like that word, Sally. And I'm going to write, that's one of my note things I'm going to put around my computer. Yes, accept. Because it's so, like I said, I still have problems with it sometimes. Mm, like people mm. compliment me, they see me doing things on, you know, social media and speaking and stuff. And they come to me sometime in messenger. They just put, you know, in the notes, wow, you're doing wonderful. And I'm like, oh no, but how about how you're doing? And they're like, I just thought you're doing wonderful. It's like, yeah. okay, you're right. I got to like, listen to my own words. <laughs> and we're always taking our own advice later than our clients do. <laughs> I know. Isn't that bad? Shame, shame, bad, bad. <laughs> bad, bad on me. Yeah, we. I can't believe how fast our time is actually getting away from us. Oh. I just was just looking at the clock, which is awesome. So I just wanted to just um um just ca capture one thing. One of the great things that we've just really discussed in depth today is different ways to discover um the purpose. Uh, when you find your purpose, you have those um passion moments where you get really lit up and you get excited about, it and you actually do take beautiful forward action. Um, and then you find the drive to keep doing that. When you are in that space, when it comes to finding clients, they actually find you. Um, it's when we're not in the right space and we haven't discovered enough of ourselves that we find it difficult to find clients because we're hunting out of de desperation. Whereas when um, you find your purpose, you find your passion and it emanates from you, your ideal target market will find you. Yes. Yes. Oh, spoke is so ooh, good wisdom. Love it. Oh, Sally, <laughs> that really resonated with me. That, hopefully it resonated with everybody. You're right. You're so yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll, yeah. Let you finish, finish off, um, Barbara, with any tips that you've got for how people can connect with you. Um, and then if we've got some more time left, we'll add something extra. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I just want to add, because you said a lot that made, that really resonated with me. And hopefully a lot of people, what Sally said, but another thing is that, when you are dealing with clients, because like I said, I'm vulnerable with this too, is that I didn't think I had to still work on my self value of myself. Mm -hmm. So when you don't, when you don't value yourself or you don't think of yourself in a certain way, you tend to bend, you tend to do things to do like people pleasing. Mm -hmm. And in your business, that can be a no-no <laughs> because now clients are coming in and they're not paying for the value that you're giving them. Mm -hmm. because you put yourself down in that value already. You started the wheel. So you want to make sure that first you think of, okay, what am I value that? What do I do that I know is going to help another person and put, and you got to put a price tag on it. That's just how it is. You know, mm -hmm. when you pay for your services and don't be, like you said, don't be like, I had to bring it down or say, Oh no, no, no. I'll, I'll do what you want me to do. How much you want to pay don't do that because then you're down, down creating your own value and you, you need to take it right there. You work too hard. I always tell people to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So don't, don't belittle yourself when you're mm -hmm. doing that. And I think yeah. too, when you take on those sorts of clients and I know we've all done that when we're starting out, we want any client and we'll take any client, but you actually, they often are, do I, I'll use the word, they often become nightmare clients or they're nice clients, but they're really demanding on your time, which means they've become very expensive time-wise clients. And when you've got expensive time-wise clients, um, you actually miss the time opportunities to find some beautiful clients. So sometimes you've then actually got to stop, reflect, maybe move some clients on or find them a different, a different, uh, a different person other than you, so recommending somebody else. So you can allow and accept, well, there's those words again, allow and accept some some of the clients that are ideal for you and you for them to come in so true so true yes you're right Sally. i have had a few of those nightmare clients and you know you know there's money and then there's the money you can always somebody told me before they said barbara you could always make money you can always find a way to make money but you can't get your time back so mm -hmm. always make sure that you you know you treasure that when you're working with people when you have your clients and they respect you and your time too 
Mm-hmm. So we respect, respect each other's time. And through my time, I'm giving you a service. Now, wouldn't it be nice to respect me to pay for the service that I'm giving you? Yeah. So that's, yeah. Yeah. And just another t- a little tip, and I've just done, um, done this again recently myself, is, you know, when you've had a client that it's maybe it's not worked out with, uh, so right, use it as a learning. So uh, like everything, you know, what did I learn from that? What would I do? What would I do the same? What would I do different? What would I absolutely mm-hmm. hell never do again? Um, and sort of uh, mapping that out helps you then create better systems and a better criteria for knowing who your client actually is and who you can really serve this is the key thing here, um, working out who you can really, really serve the greatest when you've given, um, when you can give them your time and dedication and vice versa. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Ooh, good nuggets. Yeah. Good nuggets. <laughs> so I just Excellent. have to sit in that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am for myself. I can assure you, it's been it's been an absolute uh, privilege and a pleasure. I can just feel the essence of it all. So, Barbara, how can people uh, best? I know we've been running the ticker along of how people connect with you on Facebook. What are some Thank of the best so ways people can connect with you and uh, get to experience more of Barbara and the Diamond Factor? Well, just two things I always tell people. You know, if you want to. Uh, connect with me. I, I love to give the biggest thing is give a platform for especially women to basically shine uh, through their business and talk about what like we're doing now a little bit uh, at the diamond factor experience at gmail.com. That's my email. Or you can message me on fa- on Facebook. And thank you so much for putting the tickler down below. I pr- appreciate that. But yeah, um, everywhere on social media, I mean, I don't want to do the whole, you know, whole list. Yeah. But the biggest thing is that I just want people to know that I'm here to help and serve you to move you forward into, you know, I have to say it, Sally, shine like a diamond. (laughs) Absolutely. I would have been disappointed if you didn't. So um, thank you so much for sharing so much with us today. It's been uh, an absolute pleasure. Uh, And I'm just going to say the best ways to keep yourself unstuck and move forward with um, confidence is to understand, and I'm stealing one of your one of your little phrases I've here, understand that your storms and your challenges are not your identity, but they are your stepping stones. Let me repeat that. They are your stepping stones to your success and for you to shine like a diamond, just as Barbara has said. Thank you, lady. I appreciate you, honour you so much. Thank you very, very much. So next week I look forward to seeing you again on another episode. Um, We've got some more exciting guests and some more fabulous tips coming up. So please do join us. If you have any questions or you want any comments or you've got questions, you need help with anything, please don't ever hesitate to reach out uh, to me through the social media channels or through the radio station, etc. We are here and the community, the greater community, which includes Barbara, um, is here to be of service to you so thank you very very much and i look forward to seeing you next week for some more fun tips and overcoming challenges to help you have forward movement thank you very much thank you that's it for this week's episode thank you so much for joining us i trust you got some inspirational tips to move you forward See you next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern for more Success Secrets Exposed.